Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm Matt, and I'm here with Doug, Bren, and Mark. Yeah, holy shit, all four of us. I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's incredible. It's revolutionary. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Never yeah. better. <laughs> Could be better. Bren, I think you said meh for every single episode. Every- <laughs> because it's always true. It is a, like, fact. That I could be better and I could be worse than my current position in life. Well, maybe in out of way. out of these ten thousand episodes we intend on doing, you might win the lottery and you might just have like a good day or something. <laughs> guys, I'm doing great. I got four billion dollars, and then like the next day, he's like, "Guys, cocaine cost a lot of money. I lost it all." <laughs> and you died. <laughs> <laughs> well, enough drugs. What kind of <laughs> games have we been playing lately? Anyone want to start it off? I have one. Um... I have been wasting my life playing the worst casual game ever invented. It's called uh, Bitcoin Billionaire. <laughs> oh, love and it already. Basically, it's a, a mobile ripoff of uh, Cookie Clicker. Oh, so that. I had seen something on the internet about uh, a similar game. And it was pretty good, but it turns out it was only for iOS. And so in searching for it, um, I found Billionaire Clicker. And so I was reading through the reviews, and everybody's like, this is just a cheap ripoff of Bitcoin Billionaire. And I was like, but they're all kind of cheap ripoffs of something else that none of you have heard of. Anyway, (laughs) I downloaded um, Bitcoin Billionaire, and true to... It's its roots. It is a faithful representation of a uh, timer farming game. And um, you just sort of sit there and click your way through Bitcoins. Uh, not real Bitcoins, fake Bitcoins. Um, and then fake, drones. Fake yeah. F- f- <laughs> and then drones come in and drop uh, UPS packages on you. And um, they're full of Bitcoins. And then sometimes um, you get this like... You guys remember playing Super Mario Brothers uh, three, where you go into like the into Toad's house and he's got like three treasure chests, but he only lets you open one, even though you're saving the princess. Yep. And you pick one, and it's like, oh, you got the leaf that you can use, and, and that's kind of what it has. And then like some of them are bad, so you'd be like, oh, none of your bitcoins get clicked for a minute, or sometimes it'd be like, for the next thirty seconds, you get thirty times the number of bitcoins. And um, basically, I had it open on my desk all day while I worked. Um, and I just sat there tapping on my phone and running out of batteries. And then um, halfway through uh, Mark Maron's WTF pod, on the way home, my f- my phone died. So- I am, Matt, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there anything I can do? Mark is uh, genuinely concerned about anyone who shares his name. <laughs> Yeah, well, interestingly, I got home and I, I charged my phone a little bit. And um, when when it came back on, it, tell, it told me that I have an update. And it told me that the update is uh, fixing bugs. And then I couldn't find the icon for Bitcoin billionaires. So <laughs> I think Google's got my back. <laughs> yeah, We're fixing this for you and it just takes away all your games. It's just like, it's no, we're not going to let you do this. This is a mistake. <laughs> we should have never let this on the Play Store to begin with. Um, it's a Google intervention. Yeah, Google's like, we recognize now that this is unhealthy. 
and you shouldn't be it shouldn't be anywhere near uh, the general public. Um, I have to say, and we've talked about this many times before, but um, these sort of free to play games that try and upsell you left, right, and center. This game is particularly egregious, uh, not in the sense that it tries to upsell you to buy some sort of in-game currency, though that is present. Um, the worst part about it is that you get these like messages that pop up and it's like if you watch a video we'll give you you know 180x coins or something and it's it's like uh like on one hand i kind of want to and on the other hand i could, i really don't and then sometimes it'd be like we're gonna cut your um we're gonna cut the number of bitcoins you have by a quarter if you don't watch this video and it's like uh so it's it's sort of extortion in a way but like not really. Because so you don't not, have to do it, you know? So it's not even like, hey, if you watch this ad, we'll give you bonus stuff. It's like threatening you. It's like, it'd be a shame if you lost all these Bitcoins and your Yeah, kneecaps. well, it's a mix of both. It's a mix of both. Wow, I've never heard of a game doing that. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's really not the best. <laughs> um, but it's it's extremely effective. I've watched so many ads. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody making, like, literally millions of dollars. Uh, off of just having me spend eight hours um, with with ads just playing under my nose between my hands as I type on my keyboard. I'm so amazed by these clicker games because I've I've known a click, cookie clicker and I've seen a few others pop up that are just the exact clone just with a different skin. But like, how are there more than one clicker games? It's literally just hitting the same button over and over again. Like even a lab rat gets bored of that eventually. And moves on to something else. Yeah, this well. is a defect in the human genome. <laughs> <laughs> we have to weed this out of society. Darwinism. Um, fun fact: back in the day, in around like '08, maybe. I don't know if you remember the back when iPod touches first came out. There was a press the button game where you just sat there and saw how many times you could press this button in a minute. Um, and I wanted to be the coolest kid in school and get the high score. Um, so I taped my iPod touch to a power washer and started the engine and pressed my finger against it. And I, I, uh, I dominated the playing field. Please (laughs) tell me your high score. Oh, I don't remember. I, it was, it was just something absolutely ridiculous. That was almost unbelievable because it was just vibrating so fast. it's yeah, I taped it to the handle of the power washer, but I don't know, I think billionaire brand on cocaine could beat you. <laughs> <laughs> billionaire brand on cocaine could do anything. <laughs> I do have something interesting, but I don't know if we need to go into it too much, but uh it's news in the math world, so any of our listeners that are actual nerds and like math, um they <laughs> they nerds. found it well here, they found a new Pentagon that actually is capable of tiling the plane. So, um, for those who don't know, um, triangles can tile the plane, squares can tile the plane, but the regular Pentagon cannot tile the plane. And what I mean by tile the plane is like, if you, uh, put them all next to each other, they will, uh, make a surface that has no like, uh, breaks in the, where they meet and stuff. A tessellation. Exactly. So it can create like a perfect tessellation, and the thing is, for the longest time, I guess, uh, I guess since the 1800s, they started this search. Uh, they had only known of 13 different 
pentagons that were capable of doing it. And then I think, what did I read? Like in the fifties or something, there was like a housewife, like a really, um, unexpected amateur mathematician who just like took on the challenge and she found the 14th, uh, pentagon that was able, capable of tiling the plane. So it was a big discovery and the hunt has gone cold ever since. And just the other day, they found the 15th one and it's pretty just, it's, it's beautiful when you get to see them all next to one another. It's just, it's, I, I wonder if there's more and we just don't know about it or if we finally found the final one. I keep thinking of when you say Pentagon, uh, pentagram. So I'm just imagining like this mathematician Satanist. Like. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> like Pentagon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. My mind's wandering. It's okay. But no, they're, the tessellations. I mean, they're beautiful when you look at them. I'll have to send you guys the link. Hey, I, I did take a look at that. It's quite nice. Yeah, when I first saw that, I didn't understand what, like, saying it would cover the plane. I didn't know what the plane was, so I thought it was, like, an airplane. And I was like, hmm, maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't know how planes are made. Like, maybe they're the made up of small cells. Yeah, built a new Pentagon, and it covers an entire 747. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what I mean. I guess you could technically get this uh, on your bathroom floor. Oh, new tile. New, you probably yeah. wouldn't want to. It's, it's just going to look like a big mess. Yeah, the new one's really messy, but some of the earlier ones are gorgeous. Some of Fun. them are pretty good, yeah. Fun fact, my bathroom floor always looks like a mess. <laughs> One of the nice things about uh, having a, a tessellated tile pattern is that you only have to buy one kind of tile. Oh, exactly. That's true. But all right, well, that was enough math, I guess. Sorry, everyone. Oh, um, what's everyone else playing? We just immediately diverted off that topic. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. playing the Witcher series, actually. Ooh. Yeah, so I started on the Witcher 1, because I wanted to play through all of them. Uh, it's good game. to play through all of them. Yeah. Witcher 1, I compared to Assassin's Creed oh, 1. God. It's tough. Dude. It's tough to get there. Okay, so I was... Oh, my... I'll, I'll admit it. I got through about 13 hours of the game, and... There was a point in the game where, for the quest, I had to get on this ship. And this NPC was just standing in front of the dock. And I couldn't mm-hmm. get by. Yeah. So I looked it up, and it, it's a very common bug. And there's just really nothing you can do about it. And I'm like 13 hours in. The game's not that captivating to begin with. Uh, so I just, I, I quit. I just moved on to The Witcher 2. And so far, it has been so much better. They're not even comparable. In the, no. the first game, they used the same character sprite for every single person. Like, the, you would encounter the same people in every city. Like, and it, it was very uncreative. I mean, for the time, I guess it was very noteworthy, but playing it now, it's really just not worth my time. Well, uh, for the time, I, I, it came out 2007. Really? Yeah, oh, I would. It really feels like a two thousand like two game. Or I something completely like. agree with you. That that really drops it even lower in my eyes. Yeah, it feels like an early PlayStation game. I think maybe what gave me that impression was the fact that the second one is so great, and the first one is just so bad, and they didn't come out. I guess yeah, they didn't come out that far apart. Yeah, and then the third one playing on max settings on your computer will destroy it. Oh, yeah. It's so demanding. I am going to have to either buy it for Xbox One or upgrade my PC. I have a GTX uh, 560 Ti 2-gig card right now, 
And I think that might be able to barely run it. And it was a $300 graphics card at the time. I got it like four years ago, I think. So it might be time for an upgrade. But that game is so demanding. Witcher 3 is now the new Crisis. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like oh, I can play Crisis on the highest settings. It's like, no way, no one can do that. It's like, <laughs> now it's Witcher. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I guess I've been playing Grow Home some more because I just really love that game. I mean, I beat it, but I'm just trying to go back and like do the achievements and stuff. And the cool thing about that is it's actually coming to PS4, so huzzah. Huzzah! Have you, killed that, have you killed that Dodo like four more times? Oh, I'm sure. And every little creature I can come across, like, you're gonna die. <laughs> the only, like, mechanic in that game is just grabbing onto stuff, and somehow people find a way to just grab onto any anything not bolted down and throw it off lines. Well, one of the most interesting uh, achievements I recall is, uh, you know, I don't know if you played or not, but there's, like, a bull you can find in a cave, and it's, like, the only bull in the game, if you ask me. And it if it sees you, it starts chasing after you. And at the entrance of the cave is like the, the mouth of like the opening to like, and you know, the game, uh, if you're not familiar with grow home, you build this plant. It like continually grows up into the sky. So you're like thousands of meters into the sky. So basically at the mouth of the cave is like the opening to like drop like thousands of meters. And the, if you get the, bull to chase after you and like you can dodge it and it falls out of the cave and goes falling down like you get an achievement so i think it's like hole in one or something weird <laughs> you trick a bull into plumbing it plummeting to its own death exactly see that was you need to say these things <laughs> <laughs> um i actually haven't playing too much i've been busy a bit um but we have We've been knocking out so many interviews lately, I haven't really had a chance to talk about it, because I think I mentioned it like 10 episodes ago, but I ended up buying that game Armello. It's like a turn-based sort of puzzle game, and through like an anthropomorphized society, like everyone's animals, and it's a fantasy realm. Oh, yeah. And I made a video, a few videos, I've put them up on the channel, but um, that game's... It's tough, because you can win multiple different ways... And I feel like it's just woefully unbalanced in the ways it can win. Like, one of the ways is just waiting. If you just wait 20 turns, whoever has the highest prestige wins. And it's kind of hard to do any other victory besides that, because you're so pressed for time. Um, it's still in early access, but it's really fun. And I would love to talk to the guys who made it, but they are in Australia. And that's a good 11-hour time difference. Um, I also got a Banner Saga, which is a small game. I, I feel like one of the guys leading it was a big name on another project, but it's a beautiful game. Uh, it's kind of turn-based-y, uh, XCOM battle style, like on a grid. It's really difficult to win some of those battles, but the good thing is you don't necessarily have to win all of them. Like, the the winning is for your own satisfaction, but the story will still progress as if you did win. So, it I think it makes up for it because of how hard it can be. So it's not, like, going too easy. And then Fallout Shelter just came to the Android today, and I've been playing the hell out of that. Nice. How How is that? Like, I heard some people are saying it's glitchy, but the majority of people are saying it's amazing. I haven't run into any bugs or glitches. Um... 
one problem I've faced is, uh, so far I'm only like through one day, but I don't have any weapons. So, um, occasionally stuff will happen in your vault, like rad roaches will burrow in through a room or raiders will attack. And it's like, I, I don't have weapons. I, I can't do anything. Like everyone's just punching everything and it takes a long time to defend yourself. Um, so I think you eventually get like a weapons lab where you can build stuff, but that's like way down the line. Um, that's kind of the only real problem I've faced, but I can understand how some people are like, you know, you're really into the game for a week. And then after that, it just becomes a daily grind sort of thing. Like you check in every hour or so, and that's all it is. And I can really see how that's, how you can become like that. Yeah. Um, all right, let's see here. Before like we fumble anymore, does anybody have any real topics or do we just want to goof around and play a conversation game? Um, you posted in, uh, the show topics about, um, Google becoming Alphabet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let me just explain even how I found out about it. It's all thanks to the attack because I tune in regularly, but like Alex Korea was saying how Google has now like this parent company Alphabet and the way he brought it to our attention is by this website called abc.xyz. And I was as intrigued by the fact that now there's a domain available uh, dot XYZ and, and Korea was all about it. He's like, Oh, it's going to be the next dot com. Like, go buy it now. Like, I got the attack at dot XYZ for like a dollar a year. I'm like, no shit. It's cheap as fuck. Cause I don't think anyone's going to really care about it. But what do you think about it? Is it, is it important? And also the reason they're doing this is because I guess they're going into like the self driving car industry and they can't like, Google essentially is a search engine, not like a self-driving car company. So like they need something to encompass all of the kind of shit they're going into. Am, am I correct? Or is there a lot more to it? That's part of it. Um, or well, this is largely my own speculation, but okay. uh, you look at a lot of the sorts of issues that Google's encountering in Europe and in, uh, I think it's Germany, uh, they're asking Google to basically break off search from the rest of the company. And so that's obviously very undesirable for Google. You know, Google doesn't want to give up control over the entire corpus of the information that they have about you. So rather than sort of split out and, you know, do what HP did and you have HP and then HP for enterprise and, uh, Lenovo and, well, I guess Lenovo was IBM, but it, it you know, all the, the different sort of separate entities that all sort of share the same name. Um, Alphabet is basically a giant holding company. Uh, so Google is owned by Alphabet. And as far as I can tell, they're going to start breaking off large swaths of Google into their own pieces. I would be entirely unsurprised if we saw Google's productivity suite and tools break off into its own company. Uh, that's Gmail, Google Apps, Google Drive. I would be completely unsurprised if we saw uh, the um, <clears throat> the mobile side of things break off into their own company. So that's everything that's surrounding what's left of Motorola and all of the mobile production, wearables, uh, parts of the ATAP stuff that's coming out. Like you said, the self-driving car uh, would probably end up in its own uh, branch of Alphabet. And then Google has some interesting things that don't bear the Google name. So you've got Nest, which Google acquired, and they do sort of IoT home-based things. They have um, the Nest thermostat, which 
is intelligent, knows when you're home, warms up the house, cools the house, whatever. And then there's the nest smoke alarm, which doesn't work very well as far as I've been told, but um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a fairly successful product. Uh, and so I'd expect more of those types of, of things to come out of that. There's also lesser known projects and companies. Google acquired a company that makes um, eating utensils and other sorts of things for the elderly and people with Parkinson's and um, sorts of issues with being able to take care of themselves because um, of, of various chronic conditions. So um, I can actually see if I can find this, this video for you. Uh, Is it the stabilizing fork for the guy who has Parkinson's? Yeah. Um, it's actually like the, freaking cool. They take like the rig from a like stabilizing camera or something, and the difference in him holding the fork is dramatic. Like it's still he still shakes it a bit and some of the food wobbles off, but compared to a regular fork, it is dramatically different. Yeah, so I just posted a video in in the show topics channel. Um and basically what they've invented is this device that actively monitors how it's being held and stabilizes itself. So if you've ever seen like those crazy videos of like boats that hydroplane over the water, but they're completely steady or cars that have like some sort of crazy active suspension for going over uh, very rough terrain. And like the, there's people on the vehicles and they're like not moving at all, but you know, it's going very fast over like this very r rugged terrain. It's that same concept, but applied to eating utensils. And so Google has all of this research and all these people working on these things. But the thing is, there's not really room under the Google brand and the Google umbrella to fit all of this stuff. So I would almost guarantee that in, in the coming months, you're going to start to see Google say, all right, we're going to slice this off and it's going to be, you know, our branch for bettering how we, we care for the elderly and how we allow them to live on their own. And then they're going to have, this is our branch that is, you know, spreading our fiber project across the U S and, you know, deploying balloons into the upper atmosphere to bring internet connectivity to third world countries. And, you know, this is going to be our spinoff that does online video and, and something around YouTube and, their answer to Twitch and so on and so forth. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of crazy shits going on and alphabet just sounds like a monster in a, in a good way, like a monstrous <laughs> entity. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to what comes out of it. Alphabet's not a regular Kaiju. It's Godzilla. It's the good monster. <laughs> I'm wondering, it's kind of, it sounds like Google's monopoly is being broken up, but it's, doing it by itself like it's choosing to do it its own way well a lot of companies do that just so they don't appear that way um, yeah because i know at&t back in like the 60s was a monopoly on um telephones and the government broke them up into six smaller companies and then the those, yeah out of those like six companies like two of them one being at&t still uh just absorbed the rest of them and it became at&t and verizon who are now a duop uh Duopoly. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, we were once a monopoly, and we still are technically. <laughs> it didn't change too much. 
I am really yeah, liking really what fortunate. I am really liking what T-Mobile's doing though. Um, the coverage has been significantly improved from even a year ago, and the unlimited data plan. Well, it's not. It's just it's monthly. It's no contract. Is only eighty dollars a month for unlimited talk, text, and data, and no throttling like Sprint was doing. So, I'm expecting cool things from them. I hope it doesn't end up hurting them in the future, but we'll see. Yeah, I really enjoy seeing that, especially with the Verizon, AT and T ads of like, "Hey, if you come back, we'll give you two hundred bucks, and we'll forget about this whole mess." It's like, oh, I guess T Mobile's working. Like, yeah. Oh no, they are really, really climbing the ladder. Um, they're causing Verizon and AT and T to actually change their ways, something they haven't done in a very, very long time. <laughs> um, Stirring up the pot. But it is awesome with the unlimited data. I can just. Like at work, just during breaks and stuff, I can just sit there and watch full episodes of stuff without connecting to the company Wi-Fi. So, because I get paranoid about doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I downloaded Fallout Shelter while I was at work, and I was just like, I hope no one can trace this back. (laughs) Ah, screw it. I just have a feeling nobody goes to that measure, so you're good. No, especially not for my place. I remember up for the place I interned at, like, the one guy running the internet just, he had no idea how to use it, and I was just like, you know what, I just, I just like, slapped his hands away, I'm just like, no, g- give me this, I'm the IT guy now. <laughs> I just look, like look to at imagine me, look at they me. hired someone just completely incompetent, just, like, doesn't even know, like, has no idea what he's doing, and he's in charge of everything. Imagine the guy that played Herman Munster on the Munsters, and then just, like, an asshole, and that's this guy. It's like, where's Netscape on this thing? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, he was at that point. Why are rem- you using the blue E? <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, one guy left, and I was like, oh, I could snag his computer now and get my own little space, and I jumped on, and it had, like, 74 viruses on it, and just, like, I'm like, what? what is the IT guy doing? Like, this is atrocious, like, he should have been called in years ago. Oh, dude, I worked at Geek Squad for a little bit in college. For like four months. And some of these people, oh my god, they <laughs> come in with Oh, I've seen I've seen it all. I have seen I've seen computers come in with, with thousands of viruses. I've seen computers come in covered in what looks like real um Jizz. Vi- vi- real virus. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, I was thinking that too. <laughs> Dude, I was going to say Wait, it, and then he even... <laughs> uh, manual fluid. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, I've seen that. Yep. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, this one guy had uh, roaches in his computer. What? Yeah, oh, I have a small ecosystem living in my motherboard. <laughs> yeah, funny story about that guy. Um, so I was away from the counter, and he's just like... I don't know, maybe 60-year-old obese male with, like, two teeth. Oh, um, my God. Which, which ones? Uh, they were, they <laughs> Doesn't were, matter, Doug. I, yes, they were like, I It know. was, like, one upper right fang and then, like, a molar. It was disgusting. Might, Are you kidding me? Just, so it wasn't even, like, two, like, front no, teeth. No, like, just, one up, one down. Should have just bailed on all of them, in my opinion. Got <laughs> but he smelled so bad. Anyway... He jumps up on the counter and he goes, Hey, geek! And I'm just like, 
dickhead. And I just, like, look over, and he smashes this, like, that desktop with the roaches in it. Like, every single port was cake and disgusting. I don't even want to know what it was. And it was, it was beyond repairable. It just, it, it didn't even, it didn't even boot up. But, but I've seen it all. I've seen weird, weird porn on people's computers. <laughs> but, I didn't even know what they were doing to each other. <laughs> I never knew a human could have that many limbs. <laughs> With a toaster? Oh. Oh, wait, I'll save this one story for when AJ's on, but we had this one super creepy kid in our college that oh, who we was were it? like, you remember? Oh, I don't know his name, and I'm not going to name drop it anyway, but even if I did, this kid looked like a legitimate pig, and I'm not like a mean person. He just, I mean, physically, aesthetically, if you looked at this person and then looked at a picture of a pig, you'd be like, wow, they look very similar. Off, so, off, the, rec- off the record, though, like, it, it tell me, like, where I would have known him from. Oh, he was, I don't, uh Fuck, I'm going to message AJ and we'll get you this information because I okay. don't know. But um, long story short, this kid was, he just, A, he like was clingy. So he would like hang around the people that he just met and be like, really like try to fit in. And it was like really awkward. And he was like super like, he would just say like really awkward things. So you just like want to get, get like away from him. first roommate. Okay, potentially. It's not him. I know okay. who, you, I think I know who that is at least. But <laughs> it's, it's boy. very similar to him. It's, it's like, it was honestly like a mini him after his time. Mm. But regardless, uh, this Sorry. kid was horrible and he left a flash drive in one of the computers at, in the library. And I remember, I think either my roommate Phil or AJ were the person, I think it was Phil actually who got a hold of it. And he was intending on giving it back to the kid. But of course, knowing Phil, like Phil's, like all about hacking and all that kind of shit. And he took it back to his room and went and instantly it was just like one folder marked new folder and nothing in it, but fucking the most horrifying porn you can imagine. And like, and by like horrifying porn, I don't like, how do I put this? Like there was like a folder for like furry shit. There was like a folder for like, weird like harry potter specific like cg shit so like imagine like he just like opened uh, something on random just to be like look how bizarre this shit really gets clicked on random it opens up a video of a cg dobby you remember dobby from chamber don't of secrets listen though it was just his head with wings for ears and this thing was floating around sucking dicks doing all sorts of weird shit i don't even know what was going on he had all sorts of fucking like she male like creepy furry like it was off the fucking charts of like this kid has problems or is like into ultra weird shit which is like a lot of the world but like i just couldn't believe that it was like that this is somebody that i knew and this is somebody that wanted to be friends with us so it was like the ultimate like stay the fuck away but we didn't want to tell him we found it either i forget what the whole story is but god damn it i need to get aj's insight on that because he knows more about it it was off awful that's horrifying yeah, quite terrible 34 folder i guess what was he ever just like above that Hey, did anybody um, find a uh, flash no, he didn't. <laughs> the thing about that is it's like, well, first of all, this is our thing, our conclusion. It's like, why are you taking all, like, it was like gigs. Like, the thing was almost full. I'm like, why are you taking that on the go, bro? Like, what what are you doing? Like, what the fuck? Why is that with you at the, at library? the library? And like... Hey, man, you want to check out this sweet video I got? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, no. I think it was more or less like... 
Oh, I might have to save my assignment. I'll bring my flash drive. Oh, but it's like totally full. <laughs> Why? I, I've heard that story a few times where like a kid comes into a class and uploads his, you know, essay or presentation through his flash drive and there's like porn on. It's like, why would you not just get like a $5 cheapo one? And like, why would you ever risk it? No idea. Ah, it just blows my mind. Some but yeah, people. sorry for sharing that story. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, not, not to, not to keep going on it, but you know, DeSales had a pretty restrictive internet filter as well. So he had to go to some pretty great lengths <laughs> to be able to like get to most of that stuff. Well, I think, I think that's his thing was he was probably like coming, he was like already stocked on it for years and just was like coming to the sales, like, I'm ready. I'm going to a Catholic school and I will be unaffected. <laughs> He's got like a nuclear fallout stash of porn. It's like, I'm oh, ready. Man. Oh, God. Just oh, keep it wow. <laughs> of the most undesirable porn in existence. Like, oh God. <laughs> oh my God. Can we just call this episode, like... Undesirable is- porn. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, just like ABTS, we uh, bullies people. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying who it is. Even Well, A, I don't know his name. If I did, I probably would warn the world. But uh, yeah, this guy was a freak. But if you're out there listening, please stop. Please stop listening to us. Yeah, don't. <laughs> just don't. But, uh, alright, I think, I don't know if we have any more games, but do you guys want to play I Was a Walrus? I think we have enough people and enough time. This should be fun. Yeah, sure. Sure. figure out who's gonna play who and what's going on i definitely want to play because well actually me and mark should face each other because now we're tied at one. Oh man okay <laughs> there we go tied at one. <laughs> so then and then who and then i guess matt and uh bren can face off or something or winner can face one of you two yeah do we want to like a tournament or do we just want to do like, individual one-offs? face-offs yeah i think we could do the one-offs because that way each of all four of us get an opportunity at one point okay okay Okay, so me versus Mark, who's judging? Brent and I could both judge. Yeah, let's just do it that way. We'll do things differently. Yeah, let's switch it up. Crap, Matt, now we have to come up with topics uh, or categories. Hey, Mark, in the meantime, so do we. (laughs) (laughs) I I got one. I got one. So you have recently um, been offered the job as uh, chief executive officer of... General Mills. And the first order of business is you have to come up with a new mascot for a cereal box. Who is that mascot? Quick question. Is it a pre-existing cereal or is this a brand new cereal entirely? It's it's a brand new cereal. You can come up with the name. You don't have to come up with the name. But the mascot you do have to come up with. You have to come up with the mascot. Bonus points if you come up with like some sort of catchphrase or like a little jingle or... (laughs) Give us a whole marketing pitch. Yeah, write up like a D&D character sheet. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, my weaknesses are milk. I get soggy in them. Uh, my weapon is a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's going to be my next character, right? <laughs> All right, I guess I have mine. Mine's mine's not super great, but I think I think it's funny. But I don't I don't know if anybody else will. All right, you ready, Doug? Yeah, let's just go with it. It's not even good. All right, on three. One, two, three. Uh, Sagios. <laughs> and it's, uh, the fucking mascot is a, a towel. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> so, that's disgusting. Uh, mine is, uh, uh, unfortunate boy cereal. <laughs> and the mascot, the mascot is, so it's a human, a human tour. Everything's human from the head down. And the head, and the head, the head is a giant strawberry, and he rides, he rides around on a bike with square wheels. So like, he's really bad, like he can't move very fast. And he rides around, and, and the back of the bike has a set of speakers that just constantly plays audio of him crying. <laughs> the cereal is so unfortunate. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I'm imagining it's a kid from the Gushers commercials from like the 90s. <laughs> like their head turns into fruit. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. I think so, we know so who that's so, so, well, Damn t- it. tell me about this towel. Oh, well, there's not much about it. It represents the towels. There's like in your bowl of cereal, it's a bunch of little towel uh, marshmallows. And this towel is uh, it's it's very just, wet. What, what, what does a towel marshmallow look like? Describe this to me. Just like a little rectangle. Like, imagine a sun chip, but soggy. (laughs) (laughs) And so, what kind of commercial are we making out of this? I don't know. I'm just imagining (laughs) a bunch of tiny little wet towels jumping into a little kid's mouth, and he's loving it. (laughs) He's loving it. He's just loving it. I'm thinking, like... So, Sagios. Guy like grabs a Towels towel in and heads mouth. into the locker room. <laughs> Dad and, like, never snaps buys his towel on another guy's ass. You know, and the towel's like, "Hope you had a good breakfast." <laughs> Sagios. That's a better commercial right there. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go hose off, Jim. It's like, yeah, I'll see you out on the court. It's like, hey, Jim, your breakfast? Holy hell! To towel. <laughs> By the way, if any, if any of our listeners, uh make like fan art of this or like make a little flash animation i will pay for this but i don't know if i'll pay for it but we'll no, put it soggyos we'll, we'll. versus unfortunate boy all right guys quick intermission i'm here with bren and mm. i i ended up googling uh soggyos because here's my thinking i was thinking to myself we were gonna make a Brand of cereal for the podcast, and we figured let's mass produce this and make sure no one's claimed the copyright because it's well, such a good idea. Yeah, no, seriously, but for <laughs> real, I was thinking to myself, oh, what if Sagios is just an actual joke in comedy that I've heard before, and it was like my subconscious like clinging on to something, and like maybe somebody's thinking, oh, it's a reference to something, and Doug's just an idiot. So I'm like, I have to Google this, make sure I'm not just like because it was just an original idea, and so I Google the thing, and I'm like, oh, good, nothing's coming up. But then there's this DeviantArt account, all right? And always DeviantArt. DeviantArt. This, there's a fucking user named Wet uh, Moist Towel. That's his name, and that was the, the mascot I chose. And then, <laughs> and then I click on it, the thing, and he he had his own little art 
for a brand of cereal called Sagios. And this art is legitimately the most perfect thing ever. Because Matt even says on this episode, he's like, if anyone wants to do fan art, this guy did fan art before we even came up with the idea. It's so ironic that we are even capable of finding this. So shout out to Moist Tao, you fucking weirdo. I love it. <laughs> we got fan art from this guy from the future. And he's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> Isn't it great? Like- <laughs> what do you think of this art, Brent? Just like a little bit of that before we go. I think it's a perfect representation of DeviantArt, because A, it's either done by a 10-year-old who's clearly trying to learn how to draw, which is great, because learning is the best, and it's filled with failures, and you learn how to get better. If it's not, it may be a classic DeviantArt artist who's like 37 and just crazy. Yeah, I'm thinking it's more the latter. It's either just the fucking weirdest coincidence, or... You somehow just got like super hammered one night, found this. I promise that is not the case. No, I swear to God, I've never heard of this. And it was just like, uh, that's what I mean with, I was the walrus category as it is off the top of your head. So I, I, I I thought to myself, Sagios is the worst idea ever. They're all just going to think it's horrible. And then somebody else literally, and this is within, when did they post this in fucking um, like a month earlier? So like, it's just almost like unbelievable that this is like a feist situation where <laughs> you know what i mean no okay what about feist? uh the way that uh they were oh with uh limbo exactly and, yeah oh, okay but it's just like i could understand like with feist it's like that's a style it's a silhouette theme and it's been done in other art before this is just the weirdest fucking thing on earth like there's no reason for either of these things to have been thought of and yet two people have both thought of them separately. Well, I think I won that round, and for good reason, because Sagios should be a thing. But uh, No, right. clearly it's not. From this picture, it should not. Oh, well, agree to disagree. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, back to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do something for this. We'll make it special. Also, don't eat cereal in locker rooms. It's just like a hygiene thing. Also, yeah, don't, don't eat anything in locker rooms. You know how in some cereal boxes you get a prize? In Sagios, there's, sometimes there's a bar of soap. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally the worst thing that could be in a box of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. All right, all right, Bryn. Right, why, don't you, why don't you pick a winner? <laughs> it's got to be the... Uh, unfortunate part. It's just, it's so dumb. <laughs> but like, like I said, the Gushers commercials, like that was a mascot, <laughs> so like it kind of already won. Well, no, it, it his head is a strawberry. Like, oh, I guess that was that. But I mean, like, it's not so outlandish. Where it's like Sagios could, you could never have a wet towel as a mascot. Like that's just, just an item, a household. Yeah, item. and it's also like. You know, the wet wet blanket sort of thing compares it. But, like, a human being with a strawberry head, like, that's all yeah, but kind he's, of Yeah, but he's riding a, a bike with square wheels. Square. He's just so unfortunate. Nothing goes right for him. <laughs> I, I have to pick unfortunate oh, yeah. All right. It's, it's just too dumb. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. That was unfortunate. <laughs> Oh I guess god. we're on the round two. <laughs> yes, we are. Oh my god. 
All right. Um. I'll be honest though, Doug. Uh, Sagi has started out bad, but it got much better. I know. I, I I'm glad it was worth the wait. <laughs> it's good to build on. Uh, let's see. Do you want to pick one, Bren? Um, I could come I up could with tr- one if you if you I had could try to pick my one. topic. Hmm? I said I could I could come up with one if you're not if you're not down to pick one. I mean, I got a list of them, but they're never good. Like I've already shown Doug the list and. We've already agreed. It's like, ah, these aren't great. Uh, like, you're a blacksmith, and you can make armor out of anything. What is your armor made out of? Is that? I feel like that's that's really limited. Um, I mean, you could literally make it out of anything. Yeah, but you wouldn't be. Well, you're a blacksmith, so that sort of narrows it down to like. You're a cosmic smith. You can literally fuse together anything into anything. A cosmic smith. Is, isn't that like what the technical name for a hairdresser is? Cosmetic smith? Something like that. I'm saying... Alright, if you want to just go... <laughs> if you want it to make sense, you are God and you can literally create anything you want. And for some reason today you feel like making armor. What do you make armor out of? Iron, gold, puppies, a rainbow, anything. Okay. Puppy armor. Yeah, I guess I'm ready. Uh, oh, wait, no, awesome. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh. Oh, wait. Well, I don't know if I want to go with mine yet either. <laughs> because it's really dumb. I'll tell you what I would make armor out of. I'm not even playing, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you an answer to this one. I would make my armor out of puzzles. I'd have, like, some Sudokus... And maybe like a jigsaw puzzle and, you know, you'd encounter a foe and they'd go to hit you and they'd, they'd, I don't even know what to do right now. And they'd be sitting there all confused with a paper and pencil filling in numbers and maybe like a little crossword or like find a word. Oh, okay. So they're, they're different puzzles. Like it's not just. Yeah. No, it's like, oh, I can get you in the arm. Oh, look, look at that. There's what's, what's a four letter word for. Um, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm going to shoot an arrow right through his heart, but first I have to solve this Rubik's Cube. <laughs> I got to get the red on top. <laughs> you got to get the one side first, and then you can just work your way around from there. And then you can hit him. You see, that's the strength of having a having puzzle armor. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, but if it's too, like, you might not allow it. And if you if you don't allow it, I have a bad It's okay. You better not have stolen my idea. But nobody better take the puzzle armor. No, it's not. It's yeah, unless it's, the five, unless it's the five things we just mentioned, anything will be allowed. Okay. Shit, I wasn't paying attention. Right. Okay. Um, it's okay. On three. One, two, three. Oh, out of galaxies. What? Mark, uh, mine was going to be made out of tromboners. <laughs> and this is just like, whomp, whomp. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, Your answer has but, like boners in it. So. And on his, his, there's two whoopee cushions on his, the bottom of his feet. So everywhere he runs, sounds hard. Um, <laughs> so like, picture a trombone, but the mouthpiece is like a, like a, a <laughs> Your answer is so dumb that I forgot what the question was. What the fuck are we talking about? I just pictured those glued all over his body and him running around with whoopee cushions on his feet. 
<laughs> now you know why we don't play games with Mark. <laughs> yeah, no, that can't be armor. That's what Dude, we were no, talking about. so no. many of them. So, Doug, he's just very... He's so wide. He gets full coverage. He just needs, like, 500 of them. Let's talk about Doug's armor. For, for just one second. We're some kind of crazy god entity, apparently, according to Bren, the judge. So I'm thinking to myself, I can make armor out of anything. So to me, I'm going to make, I'm going to craft armor out of various galaxies. And to me, it's like, I wear this armor and what's protecting me? What's between me and the bullets or whatever they're going to be like throwing magic and shit of like thousands of planets and like stars and shit. So I think I'd be pretty, pretty hooked I mean, up. If That'd be got- like the dopest, the dopest of dope armor. If you've got thousands of galaxies between you and the person that's like throwing arrows at you, I'm pretty sure like <laughs> you'll you'll be dead by the time they reach you. That's what I'm imagining. Like it's like he's like a cosmic god above all else, and then there's like a little guy with like a knife, and she's like ha ha. <laughs> Picture my guy running <laughs> through the mall. <laughs> well, think about it. This cosmic god cr- person probably doesn't need armor to begin with, but if he wants it, he's probably going to make the most badass shit he can. So it's just like it's just pimping his. His himself. To Are these fair. galaxies all squished down into? Yes, like- of course. That's that's what I mean. Oh, You're, I thought it's a, just he's like a blacksmith a wrapped around. No, you. he's a blacksmith. He's smashing these galaxies and compacting them. He is murdering oh. thousands of galaxies to make a breastplate. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> kind of just like wearing a black hole for armor, right? Because no. like I could claim right now that you know, recording this podcast, I'm wearing a galaxy as armor. Like you're all just sort of in my armor right now. You it's know, kind of egotistical. Yeah, well, you know, that's, <laughs> to that's be what fair, you got to deal with in I, life. I said you were a cosmic god because Matt was being a stickler for the blacksmith crap. <laughs> that's what I'm so saying. So that's the so. only reason I said you were a like cosmic being. Okay, well, if do you not like my answer, I'll no, go no, my no, back no. It's fine. It's just that's why I chose it because Mac, Matt, and uh, Matt was poking holes in my little five second thought. Well, I think it's better than. Dildos and boners, whatever Mark said. <laughs> Tug their instruments. Alright. I mean, if, if you're I, wearing. I chose it, last time, so okay. it's up to you, Matt. Wait, here's my logic. So, if I've got, like, tromboners all <laughs> over me, you know, it's gonna be fucking hilarious. And, God, you know, whoever's it. attacking me is gonna be wildly distracted by it. And they'll probably run away. At the same time, if I'm wearing galaxies. How many galaxies are we talking about here? Two galaxies? Four galaxies? I'm not keeping count. (laughs) Okay. So let's, let's say like four galaxies. Just smoosh down into, into some kind of armor. First off, I'm crippled because it's going to weigh a lot. Second off. That won't phase you if you're this god entity. I'm not assuming that this, that I'm making it for myself because what's the point of that if I'm already a god? (laughs) I feel like Matt is trying so hard to prove why Doug's answer's wrong just so he can justify picking Mark's answer. (laughs) Well, what's, what's going on with these? I'm weighing. I'm going back and forth. Yeah. Well, so the tromboners, I don't know. Is that going to get in the way? I mean, at the same time, if you're capable of wearing galactic black hole armor, you're probably pretty darn strong. So, you know, if it comes to that, I feel like the, the galactic armor is probably the way that I would go, you know? Yeah, and I also think your tromboner armor <laughs> might give your it might give your position away because you're loud. Yeah, you're you're farting all over the place and <laughs> making these weird boner tuba noises. And so we're going with Doug. No! Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Doug. I, the, the other question is like, 
you know, I can probably go and order like a size medium galaxy armor. Yeah, th- that, <laughs> you know, that's but like, how do you, what, what size tromboner do you go for? You know, like, I'm, I don't even. That's not even on Amazon. How do you find the right size tromboner for you? They only have. Well, you're wearing a lot of them, <laughs> so you have little ones, maybe like five inches for like your head, like a couple of those, and then like the torso, maybe maybe like three feet. Um, and then there's yeah. So you're wearing like I mean you're wearing a lot of these things. Like you can't you wear it you put it on you're not taking it off. I'll say that. I mean it, when you're wearing a black hole you're not taking that off either. Like it's already ripped <laughs> off your skin. Probably. Right, your I need to ask though. Would I still have won if I went with my backup answer, which would have been barbecue sauce, sweet baby rays? Oh, absolutely. You definitely would have won with that. Okay, good. To I'll, know. I'll say this. Yeah. You would have won any scenario. Or anything you chose, Doug, because Mark picks Trump Boner for literally every question, and it does not matter. <laughs> so I knew he's doing this for him. This is Mark's time. He doesn't care if the game's going on. This is just him entertaining himself. I vow to win this game. This is my time. <laughs> <sighs> I- All right. Because if listeners pay attention, you can hear Mark giggle. Every single time the word tromboner is said. <laughs> uh, I changed my I changed my friend's name to that on his computer. <laughs> uh, okay, let's All go right, we are three. at a tiebreaker. Category three. Alright. Yeah. Mark, you and I need to brainstorm too, because I haven't. I'm so wrapped up in the game. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Good idea. I got one. In the same vein as as the news that we've been talking about. So you called in, you were the 99th caller to your local radio station, and um, they tell you, oh, you've won, and here is Larry Page, and he's going to tell you what you won. And Larry Page comes on, he says, hey, guess what? You are going to be CEO of Alphabet Inc. for a day. And so you get complete control over Google and all of its services, and... Uh, you get to come up with a company with Google engineers and money and resources to, to build whatever you want. What are you going to offer as the next Alphabet slash Google service? I'm ready. I swear to God, if it's tromboners. No, you're going to love that. <laughs> and no, of course it's not tromboners. I'm not. Mark? <laughs> yeah. I just hope. This is interesting though, cause there's two judges, so I'm, it depends on who's gonna, how you guys weigh in, but I have an amazing answer that if you ask me. So Mark, I'm ready when okay. you are. I think sure. I picked the first one, Matt picked the second one, I think this one we'll have to agree on. Yeah, that's, I think then me and Mark will emulate that for your round. Copycats. We, hey. <laughs> it's funny cause I almost made this joke earlier and I'm glad I didn't, so huzzah. Now you know the pressure that is, uh, what was it? Sloggios? Sloggios. 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 That's been immortalized in, in audio history. Yep. Damn. I hope someone finds this podcast, like, years from now, and just sends one email, and just be like, fucking Sloggios? And that's it. Like, that's all the email says. Yeah. And it's like seven years after we've stopped doing it. <laughs> yeah, listeners, that- right on the back of a 
$50 bill. Not this year. What you think of Sagio's <laughs> and whether you would buy it and mail it to... Are you giving out, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you giving out your real address again? <laughs> so I'm only going to be this for a day, right? Like, n- the next day I wake up and I'm not CEO anymore. How does that matter? Why does that matter? <laughs> I'm just thinking the fact that you even can kickstart this idea and it's like a thing. That's amazing. Oh, man, this sucks. All my ideas are just me messing with people. Oh, I mean, really? most of Google tell. products are messing with people. True. All right, I guess I'm ready. And Mark, this time you say your answer first. I hate that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right, I guess I'm ready. One, All right. Two. On three. One... Two, three. Uh, I would invest all of my money and resources into turning everything into a Rickroll in its own, in its own way. Um, yep. So okay, I um, would. Make- <laughs> no, I'm not it's, done yet. Wait, he's not Damn I'm it. Gonna, uh, actually, you say yours, and then I'll. Okay, I would make a company called Moogle, and it's they invest in uh, making airships. Airships, anyway. like like a uh, steam crafty steam crafty airships. Is that the Final Fantasy? Uh, yes, pig Moogle. Well, Moogles are the little creatures, yeah. a, and it'd just be a branch of Google and Alphabet, and Moogle would be the foundation of like this. It'd be like NASA, but for aircrafts, and then we'd have like fantasy steam crafts like <laughs> floating in our skies, like we should. Wait, I'm just it's picturing like- you with like a top hat and a monocle. <laughs> Ha! You'll never catch me in my airship. Fucking a! <laughs> but I like I like the idea that it's like steampunk, but it's like NASA. You know how NASA's going into space, and steampunk is limited to zeppelins. <laughs> it's like NASA, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a step down. Did I mention my Rick Astley has full uh, virtual reality? Full dive dive virtual reality. And you can be Rick Astley in the virtual reality. So if you ever wondered what it was like to be... No one's ever wondered that. So so what you're saying is that you're going to release virtual reality. And you're saying, we've we've created this incredibly lifelike, realistic simulation... Oh, it's full dive. Full dive. Yeah, first-person VR, Mm -hmm. right? And everybody's like, wow, this is going to be amazing. They put it on. They're like, why am I wiggling around so much? <laughs> yep. What's going on? Why, why is everybody around me dancing? What's this bartender doing back here? in the music video. That's the only thing and, you can do. And you're looking, you're looking around, and you are Rick Astley in the music video. Yes, exactly. You look down, and you see that beautiful trench coat and high top. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's <laughs> we invest all of this power into making that the only thing you're able to do. And that's it. It's hard coded. There's no other. There's no other VR. Oh, it's done. Yeah, no, that's it. The thing about that is that is actually realistic for them to do. <laughs> I feel like as compared to like the whole aircraft thing, I would. I could definitely see Google trolling and making a whole thing like all sorts of time into that. It's realistic, but it's dumb as shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure a lot of people would think, "Oh, aircrafts, giant like, w- like boats flying in the sky, like powered by steam, is probably dumb as shit too." But it's also cool as shit. It's like be like, it wouldn't be safer by any means, but it'd be really beautiful. I just really want that. I, I just want to see the disappointment on people's faces when they when they see what what Google did with their I, time and money. 
I just want to see Moogle become like everybody knows Moogle as well as they know Google. (laughs) And their mascot could be like, uh, what's his name? Stiltskin. Rumpel Stiltskin? No, Stiltskin, uh, the Moogle man from FF9. Uh, geez, dude, I haven't played that in like 15 years. (laughs) Instead of, uh, instead of hooking people up with fiber optic internet, you could just like go up in your Moogle and throw flash drives at everybody in the sky. (laughs) Dude, look at this mascot and tell me he's not a winner. This is M- Moogle. The, this is the future of aircraft. Versus Rick Astley. Wait. Uh, oh. I would send you a oh, picture oh. of my mascot, but I think you know what it is. Oh, oh he's adorable. Oh, uh, he's got or the she. yellow, black bandana, camo bandana. Why has he got like an, an like a red thing on its head? That's, That's what they all do. It's like an Moogle's anti-Merrill. All... It's like a little antenna. I guess. Alright. This is quite a decision we have to make here, Matt. Uh, no, it's your turn. Oh, no, we both have to agree on this one. Okay. Um, well, I like the idea of of Moogle, because it actually does something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all it needs to do, is something. And I like the idea of it just sort of being this pointless steampunk sort of thing. Um... It's like, oh, you know, Google ditched the self-driving car, or maybe the you know parallel efforts with the self-driving car. But look at me, I'm in my hot air balloon, you know. And and then <laughs> this is like a billion-dollar industry. This is like a billion-dollar industry just for hipster nerds. Like the like steampunks are the hipsters of nerds. Like they yeah. think they're better than you. They have an outdated way of thinking and like technology. She's kind of like, God, enough with the sepia tone. Yeah, and, and on on board the the airship, like all of the uh, self stabilizing forks are all powered by steam, and you have to like feed coal into the side of them. Exactly, it'd be so fucking cool. I mean, that's like a dream for me. I don't even know. It'd be like reliving Final Fantasy in real life. But then, IRL. then, what if history went this way? Well, it didn't. Steampunk. Move on. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> let's fix. Let's correct our wrongs. <laughs> At the same time, being Rick <laughs> like the long troll, you know, I, uh, fuck you, Mark. <laughs> God damn it. Can we title that the episode? Uh, we can't curse on the title. No, we cannot, unfortunately. <sighs> if we got like one F word in the title of like an iTunes shit, like this would be when we use it. Oh, man. Every single one of my ideas is. And you complain why you're never on the scoreboard. It's because you got ideas like this. I mean, I have to say, that would be the most epic April Fool's prank. Google's like, yeah, we just put out our own Oculus competitor. Uh, look at this. You know, high-tech, super HD, 4K each eye. You know, look around at 360 degrees. We've got triple gyroscopes for improved accuracy. And like, you don't wow, even have a name for it. Yeah, this is incredibly lifelike. Look at look at the detail. Look at how colorful this is. You know, it's like Project A. You know, <laughs> everybody sticks it on their head. You know, and they're looking around and they're like, "This is amazing. Look at how look at how realistic. Look at the frame rate. Look at how low the refresh rate is. I don't feel nauseous at all." And then you start to hear this beat in the background. And and you're like, "Oh God." <laughs> but the thing is, you can't take it off. It's there forever. You are Rick Astley. You, you become Rick Astley. I can't even 
this is a new dystopia future I never thought possible. I'm voting uh, Doug. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna have to vote Doug too. I understand? I, what was that? What was that Nickelodeon show? Um, Doug. No, yeah, it's been around for 24 years. <laughs> what? No, what was it called? It was I don't the, know. the scary story. Are you afraid of the dark? It's like an episode uh, of Are You Afraid of the Dark, where it's like, you know, just this really horrifying thing that happens, and then everybody wakes up at the end. Speaking of breaking the curse, I've finally done it. This is my second win, and I've probably played like 19 games. <laughs> God hmm. damn. Oh, God, I'm so bad at this game. So that feels good. Um. All right. So, sorry, Mark. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I knew that going in. <laughs> sorry, Mark, you made your choice. Uh. All right. Well, now we have uh, one more round. Matt versus Bren. Let's, let's oh, see here. Oh, boy. That was your job to come up with categories. Um, do you have any categories? If not, I'll just like spout something. Oh wait, I do have one. If you were at a restaurant and you didn't have any money and they didn't accept credit cards and you had to leave a tip and just pay for your meal in general, but you could pick anything to pay with, like you'd write down on this piece of paper, like, don't worry, bitch, I'm going to give you like, <laughs> 50,000, like, uh, I don't know, like, seashells, and if that equates to money, like, there you go. So, you could give, you pay in whatever currency, what's the currency? You just make it up, and hopefully, it, and it has to equiv- be equivalent to the value of your meal, or else it, they, they'll be pissed. Like, like one, in- one currency unit is equivalent to the value of the meal? Um... Well, that's what I mean. I, I if I, it was like fifty thousand seashells, then yes, but like not necessarily. It depends on how you word it. I like how in the scenario, we are in the wrong that we don't have money to pay for this meal, and now we have to do the right thing, which is pay for it. And we were explaining to the person, "Hey, I have this other currency. It totally equates to American dollars. Um, I will pay you, bitch." But. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> Totally in the wrong, and you're insulting the person while you're trying to fix it. Like, it's not a problem. <laughs> okay. I. Mm. And is this something that I just happen to have on me, or or is this something that I sort of have to procure? It's out literally. Of? It's in your the back of your trailer of of your truck trailer? in what? in the in the parking lot. So mm. you're just like, I'll be right back. I already got mine, and it's something I did have at one point. Mark, brainstorm. Okay. I, uh, I have one. Oh, good. Well, we'll use yours next. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I'll pick the winner of this round and you pick the winner of next. All right. I, I, I think I've got something. Okay. Here we go, guys. Round one. Three, two, one, go. Tiny Digimon collectible figures. Royal urine samples. Oh, oh, what? Wow. Yeah. Oh, you went blue. And you, yellow. You went, like, where it's nobody like you could you couldn't give them all the Digimon collectibles in the world to pay for your meal. I had exactly because I wrote them out and I made a list because I sold it to a dude and I want to categorize them all. I had a hundred and fifty six small like wax like Digimon figures. I have about equally as many Dragon Ball Z figures as I mentioned on the previous episode. God damn. Hmm. But this is for a meal. I'm thinking 
Okay, so I give them like three. N- no, they're collectible. No, that's what I mean. Nobody gives a shit at this restaurant. They're gonna be like, Wait, "What the fuck whoa, is Dig- what, what the fuck is Digimon?" They're you said like, you said we could pay in whatever currency we want. Your example was seashells. I'm just Who's saying, I don't think shit about seashells. Matt is 50... paying piss. He's paying human <laughs> And you're saying my Digimon collection isn't good enough? No, How dare you? At least I give a like... piss, Bren. 50,000 well seashells we're talking. I'm saying three Digimon figures isn't going to cut it. I, fine, if you I at give least have like 50. One, 156. Okay, fine. All of that, that, that's like covering your tip and everything. Yeah. And like, that, like, they'll, they'll let it slide because they're like, nobody has ever paid in collectibles. And I have the entire list categorized so I can tell you every single name of all those figures. Oh, please don't. Um, <laughs> uh, but the urine samples, who are they from and how in the fuck did you obtain them? Uh, it's Queen Elizabeth and it's... Uh, I knew that was coming. It's classified and it's classified. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I have uh, certificates. Yeah, I have this uh, affidavit from, uh, from a, a licensed doctor that says that they are in fact from Queen Elizabeth um, and her cholesterol is normal. And her blood glucose is uh, somewhat high, and she should probably get tested for some other STDs. Do you have any uh, toot in common? Wait, other STDs? Uh, sorry, that that's uh, PII. Uh, I can't talk about that. Um, you... But just trust me that it is, in fact, the Queen's P. Wait, though, did you say King Tut? No. Yeah, I, was, I no, asked I him if he had King No, I asked him if he had King Tut. No, I don't have King Tut. King Tut wow. didn't pee. Uh, that's a... a, a frequently uh unknown fact yeah, it's not it's not a misconception because because n- nobody knew that it was a thing um but but king tut um because he lived in the desert he he didn't drink enough water he just never peed oh that's yeah, why he died yeah. why he died so young he just held it all in i think he peed out his asshole <laughs> he, it, well, he just he just blew up eventually that's what happened he just held it in for way too long oh he jesus popped after like 13 right. years. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, I'm going with... Um, I command the sleeves to... Poof, gone. <laughs> I don't know what happened. He's just gone. That's what I mean. You only have Queen Elizabeth's pee? Is that it? I mean, I, mean, what, I guess that's worth who, a meal. What other royal pee are you looking for? <laughs> I mean, King Tut would have been great, but I, if the guy doesn't pee, he doesn't pee. I mean, maybe I can, like, scrounge up, like, the Sultan of Brunei's pee or something. I don't... I, like, what... Who, what Ooh, other... What about Prince's pee? Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> what is this show devolved into? I'm going with I'm going with the Digimon characters simply <laughs> yeah, because oh my God. simply because I'm imagining like returning after like scribbling on note like I'll be right back, I'll pay with this with urine samples from royal people. And then, like, literally, like, stumbling, like, I don't know how you're gonna carry it all, but it, oh, it, it had a tiny suitcase with Vimon on it. Oh God! Yeah, I had that too. I I would just be throwing it and be like, "Hey, you want Agumon? Here's Agumon. You want Centaurumon, Chumon, Mammothmon, Digitamon, Paramon, Kawagamon, Flymon, Snymon." See, I get the list. I knew it. I, I, was, <laughs> I was I was I was cringing that whole time. Um, fucking round two, Mark, lead this one. Okay. Um, so I got. Uh, I'm not the original creator of this. I won't take credit. It was a great I actually. Oh, so you don't steal? Yeah, I got this <laughs> off of, uh, uh, Slash B back in the day. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. Oh, no. Um, so, Fuck. you, you, it's three in the morning, you break into your neighbor's house. God damn it, I know where this is going. 
Now your goal is to poop in the funniest place possible. <laughs> yeah, I remember the funniest one. place possible. <laughs> Thank you for this, Mark. Thank you for this. Oh boy. Back to poop on I was a walrus. Oh, it always comes back to poop. It's the most humanizing quality. This is so funny. Do I, I, I'm assuming I don't like this neighbor because if I'm if I'm pooping in their house and it's supposed to be funny, then I'm as, I'm assuming that the joke's on them. I'm laughing at them, not with them. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. This is a spite poop. I, I mean, if it's I, see, here's the thing. I actually know of a place if it would be comedic to laugh with them. But if it's against them, I have to think of another place now. Hmm. I've got I've got two potential candidates. I know my answer. And I, I, I don't it. know which which of the two I would go for. The toilet. <laughs> you pick the toilet. <laughs> you just like, oh, the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be like, how did this happen? <laughs> huh? Oh well. Yeah, I got tr- I got my. All right, I think I'm ready. Answer. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, go. The oven. Inside their tube of toothpaste. Oh, no. oh God! That callback to ABTD. Yeah, yeah. Being squeezed back into you a pretty tube much, of toothpaste. Yeah, but you're pooping into it, and I guess you. You took the time to put it in the tube. <laughs> oh, God. Do you get like a tiny toothpick and you're putting it back in the hole? Does that mean oh, your poop man. is time traveling? Yeah, wow. I, I'm gonna my my poop is gonna time travel back into the tube of toothpaste. <laughs> my other my other answer, which I, I do not count as canon, um, would be in their box of uh, Sagios. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would even notice that it's not really the prize. It's just, the, no, it's they, just what's they, there. It's a weird prize. They'd be like, man, this is a different kind of soap. Oh, man, the second week in a row. <laughs> <laughs> For mine, if it's out of spite against this neighbor... It would be in the oven, because I know in my household, if I'm going to cook something, I preheat the oven ahead of time, and I just let it heat up <laughs> without is... even looking in it. So if I did this, and they're just like, oh, I'm going to cook a you know chicken breast tonight for dinner, and they put it, and they preheat the oven to like 450, they're not even going to look in it until their house already smells like baked shit. Yeah, but won't it, I mean, if the, if it's like maybe they uh, decide to eat out a few days in a row, or they have like some sandwiches made from some lunch meat or something, you know, they're not going to be using their oven. And so it just gets worse. Well, it, it's going to dry out. You know, poop has a high surface area. So you're telling me you would rather a dried out baked shit smell than a nice moist baked shit smell? Well, when it dries I- out, it, it it sort of preserves itself, and it it. You know, when you're gonna bake it. Nothing's gonna happen. It's just gonna turn into stone. It's gonna turn I mean, into it's dirt. In the oven. It's gonna it's gonna dry out anyway. Yeah, it's it's in it, an well, oven. I'm pretty sure it'd be less bad if it's all dried out than if it was it was all soggy and you got all the the moisture bringing the smell out into the air. But if they're yeah, not op- if they're not using the oven, they're not opening it. Would the moisture contain in it? Like, would it keep the moisture inside? I think you should. We'll try see you this next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, we kind of, never have a I kind of hope you do actually cut it right there and just never acknowledge it. All right. I'm not even going to try and argue for the merits of, of poop in a toothpaste right. tube. So there's All somebody right. pick. I, um, I pick. Uh, 
<laughs> oh my god, they're both really, really good. Um, I guess I'm gonna have to go with bread. I'm sorry, I just uh, the idea of reheating the oven. It's just like really, really funny. Oh man. For the comedic answer, I would have said in the cat's litter box, because it's just funny thinking <laughs> this small cat takes this massive human-sized shit. It's like, it's twice the size! How is it that big? Like, uh, Alright, round three. Well, there is no round three, because you want yeah, one yeah, version. No, no, no. Oh, did Shut I sweep out. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. That's the thing, I would, have, I would have went with Matt's answer on that, but it was Mark's turn to decide, so technically, yep. Bren, you freaking bastard. I'm still the champ. Yeah, moving ahead even further. But um, I guess that about does it for this episode. Yeah, we... God damn, we go off topic. <laughs> yeah, th- this episode is going to be so tripped down, I imagine. Yeah, it's going to be quite interesting, but... Yeah. There's no tech talk or video game talk. I know. So we, are, we are assholes. Um, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, thanks for listening, if you did listen. And if you like our podcast, let us know how we're doing. We've had some people reach out to us, which we're really glad. Um, had some people message us on Facebook, got some emails. So we love that shit. Keep doing it. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Um all that stuff. Anything you guys want to add before we get going? Yeah, it was great having Mark on for the last time, and uh, make sure you go to... <laughs> <laughs> no! That oh, was, was personal. Uh, that was a game to remember. <laughs> um, Poop. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so apparently not. All right, that's well, it. I don't have anything else okay. to add. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Alright, well, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Love you. Bye.